a slobber knocker. As they say, anything can happen on WrestleLost. Welcome to WrestleLost Falls. The sniper. Hello, everybody, and welcome to WrestleLost. Whew, I have a feeling this is going to be one hell of a episode because of one hell of a week. So to get it going, here's Johnny. Yes. Sorry, I got distracted. I heard, <laughs> I heard something in the background. As soon as I was going to talk. Uh, Distractions are a thing today. <laughs> uh so, first of all, we, we want to send our best wishes to Jerry the King Lawler. On Monday, uh, he was found in his driveway of his Fort Myers home. He, uh, it turned out he had a, a massive stroke. This is the second one that he's, he's had in the, last, in the last five years. He had one in 2018, and of course, he had the the massive heart attack live on Raw in 2012, where he he actually died. They brought him back. Uh, he uh, he was in ICU, and he was released from that, and then he was released from the hospital yesterday, where he'll continue rehab, uh, working on his getting back his speech and and cognitive skills. Because uh, that that tends to happen when you when you have a stroke. And you you he lost feeling in one side of his of his, of his body, so he's got to re- regain control of his speech. You know, I, I've had relatives before that had strokes, and they weren't ever ever the same as far as their speech goes. Uh. Jerry Lawler had a he had a match just last month, and so this here's us a little brain tree trivia for you that he's had at least one match every year since 1970. He's wrestled for 53 years. I think it's about time to hang it up, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is definitely something that we spoke about throughout the week. And yeah, man, it look, I respect him for everything he's done, both in the ring, outside of the ring on the commentary team. Like attitude era years wouldn't be what it was without him and JR. Yeah. So yeah, as much as as much of respect as we have for him, sometimes you just gotta know when to call it. And yeah. ever since the last heart attack, I I wouldn't have had another match after that. But yet he did. Not even a month ago. And look at what happened. Yeah. If that isn't a sign to stop, I don't know what is. And you know, already, you know, this year will be the last year for both Sting and Dustin Rhodes, and they, you know, they know well enough to when when it's time to get out of business, business as far as ring wise. 
Yeah. If they know that it's time, like, it's, it is time. And for Sting, it's way overdue. Yeah. But like, still. You know, like Greg Muda, he, he re- he's, he's retiring. He's, he's only in his early 50s. His dad, the great Kabuki, wrestled. He retired just four years ago, so he was 70 when he retired. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure if either one of them had, like, a stroke before, like, these this time we're in right now, they would have called it quits. Yeah. So, yeah, man. I don't know what he's thinking, but it, I, I just hope this serves as a sign for him to call it a day. Yeah, even JR gave his well wishes last night in Rampage. And I want to correct myself. I can't believe I missed his number. Great Kabuki actually retired in 2017 at the age of 69. Nice. Uh, Yeah. Let's just hope, like I said, that he takes this as the sign. Yes. He's truly done with in ring competition, at least, yeah, okay. So now here's our Vince news of the week. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, one, one of the potential buyers has already backed out of the from the sale of WWE, that being Comcast, who's the parent company of NBC Universal. Uh, and apparently, that's uh, that may scare away other buyers as well. Uh, and it's all having to do with Vince. Vince is around. They don't want anything to do with it, even though Nick Khan said that he's gonna he'll step down once the sale is made. But we we can't really believe that that he will step down. Yeah, the fact that it's already scaring off buyers, like. This should be the ultimate sign that you shouldn't have returned. That you yes. should have left. Yeah. You should have just let it be. But yet you didn't. I don't know, man. If if it goes over a year and WWE doesn't sell, which is a weird thing to say, because yeah. it, it should. It should sell. Yeah, because I'm hearing in the next three months, it'll happen. Yeah. So if for some reason it doesn't happen in the next three months, and we make it to the one-year mark of them trying to sell, and it doesn't, and it's because of Vince, force them out again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like could be because the lawsuits regarding Vince as well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's they. Yeah, that doesn't help either. I also, you can't sell during legal proceedings, can you? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Lawyer, that, I don't know. I'm not I that legal. Could, but... <laughs> I, I, Walmart doesn't have a legal department, so well they do, but not in, not in a store. So <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not very clear on how that would work. I do have a family member who works very closely with lawyers. 
So that is a question I could ask. But my advice, if it comes to it, and I shouldn't have even said my advice because (laughs) this is going to sound horrible, not going to lie, but look, man, I would just pay. God damn it. This is just bad advice all around now that I think about it, but fuck it. I'm going to say it anyway since I already started. Under the table. (laughs) Fuck it. WWE should pay someone to be like, hey, just say he did something. It's your word against his right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know? But you don't need to do that. People are already saying that. So you don't need to pay someone to say it. (laughs) Yeah, but to bring up some new Mm -hmm. shit to force him out. I mean, mean, Regis Chatterton got $12 million just, just on hearsay. Yeah, so it, it if someone is willing to, as you said, hey, just say something. Doesn't have to be true or not. Like, just say something. Yeah, that's bad advice. But what else do you want me to say? Shit, he's a bad person, and he's done some shit, and he's still in there. Fuck's sake. <laughs> this is what happens when someone like Vince, who's done some shit and it's come out, stays in power. This is the kind of shit we go through, man. This is the kind of thoughts that happen in my mind. Whatever it takes to get him out. Just fucking get him out. <sighs> this is what Vince does to me right now. Sorry. So so back to the Comcast thing. I also found, that, found out this week that next year in 2024... Comcast is going to merge merge with uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, and that that could pose a conflict of interest. It really could pose a conflict of interest. Also, Tony Khan has said that he is very inter- much interested in in buying the company if if he's allowed to, because again, he is the competition. So he said he's interested to find out what the what the for the procedure is going to be would be for for buying the company, and you know he'll he'll be willing to make an offer if if he's allowed, to. which I, I I don't see why he wouldn't be allowed to, as long as he got the money right. Yeah, I don't see no reason why not. Vince did buy WCW. <laughs> yeah, and Vince bought Vince bought w, WCW on the cheap. He got it for like $4 million. Yeah. As long as you have the money and you're a better person than Vince, which 99% of the people right now are, I'm down. I'm down for anybody buying it, to be honest. Just move us away from all this bullshit. Anybody but Saudi. (laughs) That's still my thoughts. Like I said, like I said, better than Vince, and Saudi is not better than Vince. So, yeah, because I was telling Freddie earlier this week that if that happens, then that mean we're gonna have to learn how to read Arabic. No, I mean not look, trying to, not trying to offend anybody, but yeah, yeah. Look, man, I I can barely freaking control what I know right now. So, 
Yeah, really that's ma- gonna be a big how you mastered this language. You expect me to yeah. get another one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we barely like keeping our grasp on the control of the English language. So yeah, it, that's a big old no for me, like Johnny <laughs> said. No offense to anybody, but I'm too old to start. We're too old to start learning something new. I don't want to learn a new language. <laughs> Plus, yeah, it looks yeah. all scribbly. Like it makes no sense to me. Well, I mean, it's like I'm, I'm barely, you know, understanding Japanese symbols. <laughs> yeah. Nah, you have to admit, it, y'all two are both know Spanish too. So. But y'all have an opinion. Yeah, know but, but I don't know any. I just that, know that, one. That's our that's our second language. We grew up with that. Yeah. Exactly. Like <laughs> we would unless if you grew up with it, I don't think it's gonna happen. Like I I've tried learning other languages just because reasons, but I wanna be able to watch anime without like having the subtitles or (laughs) doing the bad English dubbing so (sighs) but it's not going to happen so now now that you've said that I I have heard there is a company out there that that, has created the technology to dub when you see movies you know how when you see movies dubbed into other languages you see the lips moving. the The lips don't match the language they're speaking. Well, this company has somehow uh, fixed that problem to where whatever language is being dubbed in, the lips match the words. Right. That would take a well, lot of editing. Pretty, pretty yeah. innovative. Yeah, it's it's innovative, but yeah, it would take a lot. And <laughs> just like Zach said. You know, they would all quit WWE and go to AEW or somewhere else. Like, yeah, some of them would. But WWE has its fair share of lifers who, no matter what, for the namesake of WWE, they would stay. And some of them would probably be forced out by Saudi, too. Yeah. Yeah. It might not even be up to them, so. And then by next year, we could be looking at the new company of AEWWEROH. (laughs) What kind of a name are we going to be running with this time next year? (laughs) Yeah. I wish we had some sort of an idea. World Elite Wrestling. World Elite. World Elite Wrestling. World Elite Wrestling Entertainment. Oh, God. (laughs) Honor say, has to be somewhere in there. I just felt wee wee. Okay, look, man. Oh. We're already moving. We're already trying to move away from one freaking guy who <laughs> has accusations having to do with his wee wee. I can't believe we're talking about Vince's fucking wee wee. And, well, <laughs> and now that's what we're going to call it. We only went on about five, five minutes. We're already off the rails. What a sh- oh, and, and we're not even and we're not even twenty minutes in and we're already <laughs> speaking wee wees. <laughs> well, well, I already said sixty nine. <laughs> nice. 
Yeah, it, it's just a big oh no for and, me. Man. And spoilers, we might be talking about blowjobs later. <sighs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. <Lord. laughs> you know what I mean. Okay, well, back to the news after that. WrestleMania weekend just keeps getting bigger. So last week I mentioned the, the two GCW shows. Now on March 30th, the same day as Josh Barnett's Bloodsport with GCW and a bunch of others, uh, Impact is going to have a, a co, co-event with New Japan called uh, Multiverse United. And it's going to have a double main event uh, for the Impact title. Josh Alexander is going to defend against Kushida. And Speedball Mike Bailey is going to be taking on Will Ospreay. This on the same day that Mike Bailey is already going to take on Kota Ibushi. What are they trying to do? Look, man, at least... What we can say is it's going to be a lot of really good wrestling. He, he might actually have to take a speedball. Yeah. Shit. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if he did. Don't <laughs> look into it. That. And I'm sorry for that accusation. Because you get, you get Will Ospreay and Kota Ibushi. You know, imagine how red his chest is going to be by the end of the night. <laughs> Very, very red, man. He's going to go through it, but this is what he loves to do. Yeah. And for the caliber of matches that they're going to be, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's going to be some really good shit going on that day. And yes, Zach, you, yes, Zach, you did hear right. He did say we might speak blowjobs later. <laughs> if 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 something's gonna bring you in to start watching AEW, it's blowjob. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. What else was I gonna bring up? Evidently, blowjobs. <laughs> well, that's that's later. Oh, okay. That's later. That's later. Yeah. Happy endings for everybody on the Saturday night. Uh, SummerSlam is gonna has been set for August fifth at Ford, Ford's Field in in, uh, in Detroit. So that, that's something to look forward to for the summer. Yeah, it, it's it's the the excitement for SummerSlam is definitely gonna ramp up after WrestleMania season concludes but people are already speculating as to what can happen there but one one main event show at a time hmm. yeah <clears throat> okay and i guess that's it for the news for now if i if i think of something i'll i'll bring it up Nah, I I think that was pretty much it. Yeah, it was Very pretty light. Yeah, it was pretty pretty light on the on the wrestling news this week, other than Lawler. Yeah, I, as soon as that happened, like at the beginning of the week, I'm like, oh, please don't let it be one of those weeks where 
it just spirals out of control yeah. because of the news. We just we just had one of those a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I, I'm glad that is the only like major news we had this week. So, yeah, now that we've made it with the news of the week, I'm gonna go over to Johnny and get his moment for WWE this week. Okay. Well, there were two big promos this week. One on Raw, one on SmackDown. Uh, both featuring Paul Heyman. The one I'm going to highlight is the one that happened Monday on Raw between Paul Heyman and Cody Rhodes. <clears throat> Cody Rhodes came out to 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 address address Roman Reigns, but he also said that uh, now that Sammy challenged Roman at Elimination Chamber, that he might might not even get to face Roman. He might be facing Sammy, and that's when Paul Heyman came out uh, and you know w- once he came out, Cody, you know he he told Paul how much he. He, he admired him and admires him for all the things that he did for his family. Talked about how in in two thousand one that when when they pretty much had no money that Paul Heyman called Dusty up and and invited him to come come be on ECW work with Steve Carino and he was very appreciative for that and for the first time I think ever. Oh, we saw Paul Heyman cry mm-hmm. when when Paul Heyman uh, got the uh, got on the mic. He was he was trying to fight back the tears, but you could tell you you could tell he was he was tearing up. You could just hear it in his voice, and he was saying how much that he admired he admired Dusty for uh, for everything everything that he did in the business, talking about. Uh, you know how how he trained all these all these uh, future stars that are, are there now, like Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins and uh, uh, Finn Balor, Bailey. But he said the one wrestler he didn't train, or oh, uh, he also mentioned Roman Reigns. He also said the one wrestler that he didn't train was Cody, which. Maybe uh, some truth to that. I mean, because Cody, when he Cody started NXT, it wasn't even a thing yet. I mean, I'm sure he gave him training over the years. Uh, and then, and then Paul Heyman said that the last conversation he had with Dusty, that Dusty told Paul that that Cody was the the best son that he had. Sorry, Dustin. His favorite. Yes. His, mm-hmm. That Cody was his favorite. So sorry, Dustin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he also said that that Roman Reigns was the son that he never had. He wished he had, yeah. Yeah, he wished he had. And that 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 got that got to Cody. Cody said you know, everybody, he held out his hand to shake Paul Heyman's hand, and he said, well, you know what, everybody always wants to make this personal. 
and I'm going to make it personal, but not with you, but with Roman Reigns, if, if we meet at WrestleMania. So, yeah, this, this story just took another turn. Mm. This and, is um, some... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, from what, I, what I've heard, you know, I mean... Dusty was very much involved in, in Cody's upbringing in in the in the business, and, and even before that, I was listening to to a podcast the other day. They were talking about how when because uh, oh, I was listening to uh, to Steve Jensen from Fightful talking because he he went to the same high school Cody did around the same time. And he was saying that Dusty, you know, Dusty would always be there at the at the football games and the wrestling meets, and he would be just another parent. He would be volunteering. He would take the tickets. He would be in the in the concession stand grilling hot dogs. You know, just just being a parent and being supportive. So you know, and I'm sure wrestling training had to go along with that. Yeah, it it's like something I said a couple of weeks back with this whole bloodline thing. It is really, really, really good, especially when something like this takes control and these promos are just able to happen because of stuff that is rooted in realism. Like they are using real live shit that has yeah. happened, bringing it in and making those stories work with the stories they're trying to tell. This was very much an AEW style promo. Yeah. And that that right there, we're not the only ones that have said it. We've heard other people make the comparison. And I think that as as soon as people get wind that that's what they're comparing it as. These people that are anti-AEW are going to be like, no, this is, this is like Cody Rhodes in WWE. This is, this is the Cody Rhodes that we know and love that we hated when he went over there. But this is Cody Rhodes from AEW that came over to WWE. The nightmare logo, the music, yeah, the way. If he wouldn't have gone to AEW and, and like created AEW and all that shit, Cody wouldn't be able to be in the position he's in right yeah. now. He, he he would honestly, I think he, even if he could stand it for that long, he would probably still be playing Stardust. Yeah, he probably would be, and. Not nothing wrong with the Stardust character. I mean, it was entertaining, but I'm I'm sure he wanted to be taken seriously, and that's just that just wasn't happening with Stardust. So he had to go doing what he had to do to be taken seriously, and you know that that's why I said you have to just acknowledge that AEW has happened. No pun intended. Or maybe I did say that on purpose. No, I didn't. It just 
But you you can't deny the fact that other companies happen. And I know of some people that whenever Cody did his AEW thing, they hated him. Like they hated the Cody he had become. But then he comes over to WWE, and since we've already been there, I'm gonna go ahead and put it. I'm I'm just gonna bluntly put it out there. When he went from being in AEW to WWE again, those same people that hated him were all up on Cody's dick again. Yeah, it's uh, those WWE lifers. Yeah. Which, which, hey, if AEW hadn't had happened, that's what I would call myself. But Yeah, because we really I have watch, no choice. <laughs> yeah, but I watch other companies. Yes. You just, like I said many times on here, you just have to enjoy pro wrestling. No matter what company it is. You don't have, you, obviously you're not able to watch everything. Because there's a lot of shit going on. But, Can we all just get along? Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't we all just get along? Yes. <laughs> like we got to try here, man. We yeah. we can't we can't just be hating each other. And in, in the last in the last three years, we've gone to see five different promotions. We've gone to WWE shows, AEW. We went to a New Japan show. We've been to ROH. We went to GCW. So, you know, it's just, to us, it's just wrestling. Yeah. To us, like, yes, we we can be like, okay, we enjoy this from WWE. We enjoy that from AEW. Like, there's going to be stuff you like and that you don't like. But admitting that you can just watch wrestling, it's fine. It's not going to hurt you to say that. And that is what people need to get over. But to, to get a little bit back on track, uh, Zach said, I thought Cody was going to be Heyman's ass. <laughs> Maybe if this was the Cody of old, yes. Yeah. But he's grown up Cody. So he knows when to do it. And this just, this just wasn't the time for that. I'm not saying that's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen right now. And, you know, it was sometime at least once before before this match happens, I want Cody to mention AEW once. Because yeah. he, he hinted at it uh, this week, but he said we really can't talk about that. Yeah. I just think they should let it happen, man. We got we to gotta start blurring the lines here. Yeah. If he has interaction with Saini, I want him to bring up the fact that Saini brought up AEW. One time. Yeah. 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 It, it can happen. Like, you can name drop, man. It's fine. It should be fine. Name dropping other companies should be allowed. That's just how I feel. But, yeah, man. We know Paul Heyman is gold on the mic, and then bringing in Cody and having them having them do this segment was just gold. And it, it, there's a lot of questions there because 
with Elimination Chamber coming up and Sammy having the match against Roman, but then obviously having the question of Cody and Roman at WrestleMania. There's a lot going on with people wanting to take on the bloodline. And there's worries there of is Cody going to get booed if Sammy doesn't win that elimination chamber? Yeah, see, this is a problem they have because, because you know, everybody's been wanting Cody to to face Roman ever since he got injured. But Sammy has organically gotten over, just like just like Daniel Bryan did back in the day. And like Kofi did a couple years ago. Yes. yes. When he filled in for Mustafa. Yeah. Yeah. But this has been building longer than that, so. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. this Sammy's interaction with the bloodline started after WrestleMania last year. Last year, <laughs> yeah. So there's definitely been building blocks for both Sammy and for Cody. I just wish it didn't. I love that this is happening all at once because it makes for great TV. But maybe they they should have found a way to time it better. Maybe we should have saved Cody for later or not have mentioned but then he would have won the Rumble so you would have brought it into it anyway. I don't know. I just think it's a lot all at once but it's a good it's a good amount. But also you know Triple H also has something to do with this because remember when when this first started, Vince was still in charge. So who knows who knows where the story would be if Vince was still around? Yeah, I mean we might still be in the in the early stages of it. Yeah, who knows, man? All I know is like 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 what Johnny and Andrew told me earlier in the week. When were you as excited for an episode of SmackDown? <laughs> like the level of <laughs> views that SmackDown got. I heard it's really, really good. And it's all because of that. Everything yeah, because- going on with Bloodline and Cody and Bloodline and Sammy. So. Yeah, because, uh, uh, you know, we, we might. I don't know if we are going to talk about it, but there was more prog- progression progression on the Sammy bloodline story on SmackDown. Now, now getting the the Usos, you know, possibly in trouble with Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure one of us will bring it up. <laughs> so, yeah, to see if it's Drew though is the one that brings it up. Drew, what's your moment for WWE this week? It's the whole Jay storyline. <laughs> Come on, you know it had to be. Will he show up to defend his titles? And there for a minute, we didn't think he did. They were doing the announcement. That's when Jimmy looks up at the top of the arena. And he's coming down through the stands after Jimmy comes out alone. So then they 
fought uh, Braun and Ricochet. Which was an intense match, quick paced. I love the way they had Jay getting the win after the blind tag. When Rick, that whole sequence there at the end with the pin, where Ricochet did the uh, what was it? The they did the four fifty or did or six thirty, and he bounced. And when he bounced, Jay come off the top rope on the other side to pin him. Yeah, it was almost similar to what what Ricochet and Logan Paul did, except this time one landed before the other. Yeah, yeah, that was a very good move. They got the three count. Then you have the Usos backstage walking, and Jake says, "I'm still thinking about whether I'm part of the bloodline or not." And then they split and walk off. Then you see Sammy and Jay having a conversation between the trailers in the back. <laughs> and the whole time, Paul Heyman is lurking in the back. Yeah. <laughs> we saw you, Heyman. You ain't hiding yeah. from nobody. I was going to say something bad, but I'm not. <laughs> that <laughs> no, wasn't big enough to hide Paul Heyman. <laughs> and, then, and then Jimmy, or Paul asked Jimmy what, what did... What did Jay say? He said, "Oh, nothing." Oh, nothing. Yeah. It's similar to the whole Roman Jay. What Sammy said at that, or or you know the when, Roman Sammy thing at the Survivor Series. What you know? What what Sammy what, had to say? Yeah. What Kevin say have to say to you? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So at the end of the show, and I'm sorry, just I'm stealing your moment. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the show, Paul tells. Jimmy, that Roman has something he wants you to do. He wants you to stay home and get the on-air perspective because you miss things when you're here that you don't see on TV. Yes, and he was alluding to the conversation they had earlier in the night. Yeah, between Jay and Sammy. Also, next next week's in Montreal, and they're not allowed in Canada. So, there's that bit. <laughs> It it sucks well, I know that they're least, not allowed. I know at least one of them is not allowed in Canada. I don't know if they both aren't or because as far as I know, isn't it Jay the one that is allowed in? I think so because he's had more DWIs than or DUIs or whatever DWIs than Jimmy has. Yeah. It, it, I mean, maybe it makes sense that you're keeping both of them away. But it's it sucks that when when it comes to doing shows in Canada, we can't get the Usos. But at, at least they found a way around it. So, but yeah, man, all the all that shit there was good, and yeah, just tying it tying it with Sammy and. Like him and Heyman going out there at the beginning of the show again. And just thinking that the promo or the segment on Monday was so damn good. And then he followed it up with Sammy and Heyman in the ring. It just, it just continued it so good. It kept the flow going all week long. And that's kind of the thing that I missed, it, that I 
do miss to this day is what happened on Raw had consequences on SmackDown. Like, yeah. continued throughout the week, dude, there wasn't that brand split. So just to see something like that happening again, it, it's it's fucking great. And, and we haven't seen that since way back since the initial brand split in, in 2002. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was it's great to see that shit happening. As far as my moment, it, it I'm I'm gonna go a little bit more light because <laughs> that was some serious conversations that we just had there. And being the bloodline and all that and everything at stake, of course it had to be serious. But for my moment, I'm I'm just gonna go with one line that was said and that will explain it all. Ah, you can't polish a turd. We've already tried. So, okay. Are we going to talk... Are we talking <laughs> Lacey Evans or Baron Corbin? Both. They're both <laughs> Yeah, um, I was I was referring to Baron Corbin that yes. he had a match against Dexter Lewis and he lost. But a little bit later on in the backstage, JBO catches up with with him and Baron Corbin is just no selling the loss. He's just like, hey man, what are we gonna do to do? Are we gonna go get some food or like what's going on? And that's when JBL is like, bro, you just lost and it doesn't affect you one bit. You're not a modern day wrestling god like I've been claiming that you are. You're a clown. And and that's when he said that, like, you can't polish a turd. I've mm. already tried. So... <laughs> <laughs> JBL tried his best to make Baron Corbin better and I'm just glad that they're parting ways because yeah. it wasn't really working for a lot of people yeah and the one person it really wasn't working for was Triple H yeah. Triple H Triple H is the one that put a stop to this yeah and at least because, uh, like, this is something where a couple of weeks ago, even a couple of months ago, it, it would just, we would just stop seeing it. There wouldn't be no, like, wrap-up to the story. At least this way, it sort of wraps it up, and you can you can show a different version of Corbin, or he can even go away for a little bit. and Go, go regrow your hair. He'd come yeah. back to the lone wolf. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how long it would take for him to grow back his hair, but yeah, he needs to go. He needs to go back to the lone wolf, Baron Corbin. That's a, that's when people were really, really behind him. So I, I'm just glad that even though we were hearing that this wasn't working for a lot of people, at least they wrapped it up on air. To where we can say, okay, here is the end of that. 
here is the end of those days. Yeah, you were the happy Corbin. You were the king Corbin. Go back to Baron Corbin, the lone wolf. <laughs> the, the one, yeah, the one, the one that people loved the most was the bum ass Corbin. Yeah, because he kept losing, but you don't want him to yeah. lose for his rest of his yeah. career. Yeah, he just needs to go back to being a badass. So no, lone wolf ass. Baron Corbin. <laughs> yeah, be a badass, not a bum ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and see, much respect to Dolph Ziggler, but it's like what Zach just said. He's like he's going down the line of Dolph Ziggler. He's just there. Yeah, I I think I I would like to see you know Dolph at at least, if not change his character, just go go be with your brother in AEW. Yeah. I know he's one of the ones that has said like he's a lifer, but yeah. you gotta go do something worthwhile while you can. And if that means leaving, stepping aside from WWE, you just gotta. St- Sometimes you gotta step aside, man. So yeah, I think that would be a hell of a move. To have him go join his brother in AEW, but <laughs> yeah, Zach, Zach, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak to you real quick, Zach. Yes, he has a brother. His brother is in AEW. His brother was beaten by Jungle Boy last night. Yes. Yeah, his brother needs his help right now <laughs> because he's not doing too like. He's in the promised land of AEW, and I'm sorry. After what I said of, like, we have to blur the lines and stuff. For some people, AEW is the promised land. And Brody Lee was the one who got Ryan Nemeth the job. Yeah. Because Ryan Nemeth used to babysit negative one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think he would be one to benefit a lot more from going to AEW. But yeah, man, we just gotta we just gotta get a better storyline for Baron Corbin. And if this is what brings him back to being the lone wolf, I'm all down for it. But I don't know how long it's gonna take for him to grow back his hair. Like and uh you know Drew, I thought you were gonna bring this up, but we got a surprise appearance from Lita. At the end oh. of the show. <laughs> well, that's before I saw SmackDown. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, you did say that. You, see, you said the beginning on have no SmackDown. <laughs> but yes, uh, so it was a cage match between Becky Lynch and Bailey, and damage control kept, kept interfering. So <clears throat> you hear the, the Leah music hit, and she comes out and she distracts. Uh, Damage control, so begging can pick up the win. So now there, there, there's one more piece to this puzzle that I've been hearing about, because you got three damage control members. Now you got Becky Lynch and Lita. I've heard that the next, the next person coming in is going to be Trish, and they're going to have a six, a six women match at elimination, elimination chamber. Please, yeah. That's Saturday. Yeah. That's next week. <laughs> well, that means we'll see Trish on Monday. Evidently. 
And it is going to be in Canada, so you know she is from Canada. Yeah. 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 Please bring back like it, it's more. It's more than likely going to happen because Lita is always going to be connected with Trish Stratus. Yes. So if if you're setting up like a three a six woman match, and you've already brought in Lita. This is like the situation when it should have been Mercedes Monet. Like, you're bringing in Lita, it has to be Trish Stratus. Because anybody else you try to use, it's it's just not going to be what people want now. So, yes, please give us Trish Stratus. And it being Canada... I think WWE <laughs> Triple H knows what he's doing, so they'll use Trent. Becky's gonna be the envy of everybody. <laughs> yeah, be, yeah. Being in a being a three way with Lita and Trish. <laughs> that's the dream, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's every man's dream. Man, every man's dream. <laughs> but yeah, man, it, it's it's exciting. It's exciting, and. I, I just hope like they got something better for Baron. I just hope we hope like yes. that Dolph Ziggler decides to do something good as well because he can, he's a good talent as well. But yeah, there's lot lots of stuff that we really enjoyed from WWE this week. It was a hell. Normally, I'd say like the status quo of man. What a hell of a week for AEW, but what a hell of a, a week for WWE. <laughs> like, this is a big win in their eyes, in my eyes for them. So, hell yeah, that was some good shit. So, now that we've gone with our moments for WWE, I'm going to go back to Johnny and get his moment for AEW. Okay, well, my mom for AEW is going to be another promo. So, backstage, MJF is telling a story of how when he was in he was in high school that you know he had this Camaro, and that he 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 like he liked to drive to drive fast. So he he had already picked up several speeding tickets, and he was one more ticket away from from losing his license. Well, he <laughs> well he he had a date with with this this girl that he was he had, he had, he was crushing on, and and he decided well you know what let's just we're gonna speed because that's what I do, and it happened to be raining this this night, and he kind of gets distracted because his girlfriend decides to. Uh, let me just say, she decides to bend over in yeah. his lap. In his lap. <laughs> There's your blowjobs, by the way. Zach, forgot, you paying attention? Zach, this is why you need to watch story. AEW. <laughs> Zach, calling Zach. This is why you need to watch AEW. <laughs> and, yeah, so she distracts him. And, and not only that, it's raining outside. So he 
I don't know what happened. He swerved, and they ended up hitting a telephone pole, and they're both out. They both get knocked out. Well, when he comes to, you know, he he can hear the the police coming in the in the distance, and and he sees his, his girlfriend in the seat next to him, uh, just laying there. He he puts his finger under her nose to make sure that she's still breathing. Yes, she's she's still alive. So it's like good. So so he says that well instead of you know helping her, he switched positions with her in the car. <laughs> so that way it would appear that she was driving the car and she had the telephone phone, not MJF. And talking to Brian Danielson, he said, and that's the kind of person that I am. So, yeah. And, right. and, and then later in the night, he proceeded to log, or try and log Brian Danielson in the in the training room before his match. Because it he was also, the match. He yeah. also said, I'll call her Liv. Yes. He, <laughs> I, yeah, he said, well, let's just call her Liv. And that's... That's a nod to, uh, to I think, uh, I think, uh, like a, some Twitter war between Liv Morgan and MJF or something, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I, I would. I want to say it was like somewhere between six months to a year ago. Yeah, MJF put up a picture of him hanging out with Liv Morgan. Okay, so and did you see the response by Bo Dallas? <laughs> no, I didn't. No. Uncle Howdy's coming for you, MJF. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what needs to happen. Yes. This if, if, is good shit. If Tony Khan does buy WWE, this is a storyline. It's already made. Yes. <laughs> so, so the, the, well, okay, so so if Brian Danielson beat Roosh, he he would get his one hour Iron Man match at Revolution. So he tried to lock him in the training room and have Aubrey Aubrey count and count him out. Aubrey does the slowest count ever, ever, <laughs> on purpose, which was great. Yeah, and, and she's sitting there looking at MJF the whole time. She's like one. <clears throat> Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and so so after I think after sure we got to like three before Danielson came out. <laughs> yeah, so after after he opened the door and and to catch the took care of, of of Vance, uh, yeah, he he got to the ring and they had their match. It, it was a it was a good match, but Danielson got the win in the end. Mm. So he's going to be facing MJF and a one hour Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Iron Man match. Now, here's the funny part of this story. After after MJF admitted to committing a felony on live TV, that night, the Long Island Police Department got about 300 phone calls to report MJF. <laughs> and well, there was another funny part. MJF was actually on commentary for this match. Between Roosh, uh-huh. and he said he uh, offered Tony Schiavone a lot of money to leave the business, and Tony goes, "I take Venmo." 
But yeah, people would actually actually think that it was a real. Well, from what I hear, some of the events were true, but this was now about six or seven years ago. I don't know. I don't know what how true it is, but I know some parts of it were true. Yeah, that that goes back to what I said, rooted in realism. Yes, like, look, man. We all we all do some shit in them high school days. Yes. So I can't blame MJF for this. But I, I will say this. This is what MJF tweeted 11 hours ago. And I told this to Johnny already because we were at the gym when I, when I saw this tweet. So M- MJF tweeted out and he said, if I get one more call from the Nassau Police Department... I swear to God, snitches, all of you, snitches. He's playing it up, man. Yeah. Like, he knows MJF is a very smart man with what he does and how he portrays himself. And Johnny said this, and I agree. He needs to bring this into his whatever promo he cuts this coming week. Yeah. He needs to talk about how uh, how all the, the fans are are, are so, uh, such marks that they, they thought that this was real, you know, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. He'll find a way to make it work. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Or, or Max Castor will make a rap about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna talk about the acclaim. Yes. A bit. Oh. <sighs> uh, yes. Okay. So that look, we got a little bit caught up there, and it's been a while since this has happened. So I'm gonna ask the question. That was your moment, right, Johnny? I hadn't moved over to Drew yet. Oh yeah, yeah, the MJF. Yeah. Yeah, we got so into it that I forgot whose moment it was again. <laughs> All I know is we were into it. So. Yeah, that was that was some very funny good shit. So now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm gonna go over to Drew and get his moment for AEW. My moment was the actual match between Roosh and Danielson. Yeah, <laughs> these guys beat the hell out of each other. Half of before the bell even rang. Danielson got busted open. Uh, and it was funny when there were several moments when Danielson was uh, in the ring and Rush was walking around trying to avoid a suicida topa. topa however you say it. Topa suicida. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> and he changed course and, Spanish. and jumped through the ropes anyway. Like at the corner. Hey, what yeah. does the tope suicida mean in English? I have no idea. Suicide dive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> you need to learn, dude. How dare you not learn other languages? Oh my god. You you learn Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
All right, then. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a great match all the way around. And then after the match, uh, well, we know Dan- uh, Danielson got the win because he's going to Evolution. And after the match, MJF just beat the hell out of him. <laughs> beat down Danielson after, after he's all bloody and everything. Yeah, it was a great match. I loved it. Yeah. And, and one of the things I did hear about this match is that Roosh kind of pushed the envelope a little bit more than he should have. And he wanted to take Danielson to the limit. And so they just went... <laughs> Much like MJF and Liv did, they went blow for blow. <laughs> and they tested each other's limits. <laughs> at, at one point, Danielson even got he even got blown on the camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I like that, man. Because yeah. if if that was WWE, they would they would have like cleaned the camera off during commercial break. Not a yeah, that that was cool. That you would be watching the match, and then you would be like, "Look, there's specks of blood on the yeah. camera lens." So yes, you keep on and, seeing and, that shit. And and and, and then Aubrey saved saved Ruth from 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 tasting Danielson's blood. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Look, man. I I know we're like on the outer edges of like this pandemic but still man yeah like that's nasty (laughs) it's one thing to like kind of smear the blood on you but yeah definitely don't do that yeah yeah man there's a lot of things that happened this week along the same veins along the same lines of this, where people tested each other's limits. And I'm going to touch on that here in a bit. But before we touch on that, like, I'm going to... I'm gonna go ahead and go into my moment, and I, I think <laughs> you know where I am gonna go here. That tested the fans' limits. <laughs> the acclaimed versus the guns. It was a decent match. Yeah. Up until the end, yes. Uh, first, I want I want to I want to give props to Max Caster for rapping in Spanish <laughs> when you're in Texas, El Paso. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get cheered even more. Like the acclaim know what they're doing. So yeah, for him to come out and rap in Spanish, like it, it was badass. And this is why week, you need to learn Spanish. And next week they're going to be in Laredo, so you're going from one border town to another border town. Yes. Oh, I forgot my part of my moment, <laughs> Daniel Bryan. <laughs> when the well, crowd is chanting "See, 
see, see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and and that's because uh, Spanish. That's because the Hispanic population in El Paso is like eighty four percent. Yeah. Yeah, I was very happy to hear those sea chants during that match. It was awesome. And then uh, they were also chanting Si Se Puede. Yeah. So yes, yes, <laughs> I fucking loved it, man. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yeah. Uh, they were saying that they're, they're worried, though, because the ticket sales from uh, Fort Laredo haven't been great yet. And they they're saying a lot of this attributed to WWE because they just ran SmackDown in the same building a couple weeks ago. I, I'm not, but I think you're gonna have a big walkout crowd though, because that's yeah. what El Paso had. El Paso. I'm, had not, big... I'm not worried about it. I'm, is it gonna sell out? Maybe. Yeah. I think they'll be very close to selling out that night, but I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people just decide that day or the day before to be like, "Yeah, hey, let let's just go to this show and let's just go to this show. It's gonna yeah. be good." Yeah. So I'm I'm not worried. It's gonna get the ticket sales it deserves, but but back to the main event. Yeah. <sighs> I've heard a lot of people try and make the case for the guns winning this match. Andrew being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just... <sighs> like I said, going into the match, I thought the Acclaim would lose the titles. But I, I thought they'd do it with the Billy Gunn turn. But them losing without the Billy Gun turn, eh. yeah, whatever. And, and a lot of companies, it's they love for heels to have titles because it pisses the crowd off. And I, I, I thought they were, I thought they were going to do the turn at at the end because it, it, it would took a few minutes from from the end of the match to them going off there. So so much that that after the guns music had gone off, they started playing the acclaim music. But I heard that they had to make up some time because earlier in the night, the bunny was injured uh, against Jamie Hader. She got a fractured orbital bone. And so they had to make up for time there. Yeah, that match had to end quickly. quickly to... But I also, I, can, I, I think I can justify for AEW why they did, did the title switch here. And this is speculation on my part, but I think it's what they're leaning towards. Tony Khan wants to put the title back on FTR. The problem is you don't want FTR beating the claim beat because the claim just like Sami Zayn got over in WWE, the claim have gotten over in AEW. And so you don't want because you don't want either the FTR or the claim to be the heels. So that's why you put it on a heel tag team that that they can they can lose to FDR, and that'll probably happen at Revolution. Yeah, I I just I knew that one day the acclaimed were gonna lose the titles. I just wasn't expecting it to be to the ass boys. 
Yeah. <laughs> look, look, man. If you're gonna, if you're gonna have them lose, at least put them up against an established, more credible tag team, and <laughs> that is the problem that that people have with this. Is that there are so many other teams in AEW that they could have done this with? Yeah, I mean, because right now, you know, there's a lot, a lot of teams that are they're either either doing stuff in the trios division or they're doing something else in 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 storyline in the company. Then there's, I mean, you could create tag teams. I mean, you could have like next week. Moxley and Clay are taking on uh, Rush and uh, and Vance in a Texas Tornado match. There's two yeah. tag teams right there. Yeah, because I, I pulled up the list of AEW tag teams and stables. So you got you got best friends. You got Lucha Bros. You got Private Party. You got. The kingdom, you got the private party still thing. Well, yeah, Mark Quinn has been injured, so, yeah. So it's just uh, Isaiah Cathy. I guess you so could you do got, it on the farm. Well, you, yeah. could, you could have Isaiah Cathy and Matt Hardy, yeah. Or Ethan, you got, or either Ethan Page or Matt Hardy. <laughs> you got Top Flight, you got Jungle Hook, you got Butcher and the Blade. Some people might hate it, but you got Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. You still got the Dark Order out there. Yeah, you got La Facción Ingobernables, any combination of them there. You got any combination of Blackpool Combat Club. You got Dark Order. You got any combination of House of Black. Get the Young Bucks. Yeah, you got Jericho Appreciation Society. Yeah. They got plenty of members. You got the Nightmare Family. You, you got the Elite. You got the wingmen. The firm. You got the wingmen. The mobile the factory. affiliates. Like, the factory. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's plenty of people to go with. The word courtman. Yeah. And and you also got the Asports. <laughs> which, in my opinion, have more talent than your current TBS champion. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> and and but also, also there's a storyline they're waiting for FTR with the Aspects. Exactly. I just I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna use some of my favorite words here. I'm gonna wait and see what happens with this. Because if if this makes it past revolution. I'll be surprised. Perfect scenario, FTR returns. And they they just announced that Gun Club ass boys are going to have a match at Revolution. And their team is a mystery. It's a mystery team. Oh, that's and back, the return of FTR. Yes. And they just beat the ass boys in less than five minutes. So we've already talked about because we saw Revolution last year in the movie theater. We plan to do the same thing this year. So oh yeah, the, we do. The pop in that theater when FTR comes out, 
Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> and it's gonna it's gonna rival the pop we got when uh Regal came out. Yeah. And everybody lost their mind. Yeah. I just wanna I just want it to be that day already. <laughs> I I just first I need them to sell the tickets to this shit because yeah. we need to buy them like ASAP. But yeah, I, I it's just this this decision isn't for me. I'll see what happens, but I'm not I'm not I'm not sold on it. It should have been someone else. If if the turn had happened, at least it would have been something else, you know? At least it would have been Billy Gunn coming back to help his sons out or something. But, yeah, it, it, it just didn't have that form. If that would have happened, I would have been fine with it. But, yeah, it, it was just an odd choice. And the crowd chanting, this is bullshit, at the end of it, like, it, it, it deflated the crowd. Like, it was a very hot night for AEW. Yeah. And it, it just wasn't what people expected to end the night on. So. When, when, yeah, when they were hollering bullshit, it reminded me of, like, the ending to the Seth Fiend match at Hell in a Cell. Yes. When the ref yeah. called the Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. Oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This just it, it just, it just wasn't for me, man. But we'll see what they decide to do with it. The ass boys are now your AEW tag team champions. So good for you. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, I, I almost forgot to bring this up. Uh, but back in, let's say, late 2021, early 2022, Austin Gunn was on a, uh, a reality show. Uh, I, I don't know if y'all heard of this. It was called Relatively Famous Ranch Rules. Uh, I, I didn't watch the entire, there were like 10 episodes. I only got to like the fifth or sixth, but. What it was, they put uh, like I think it was like nine kids of celebrities on one of those dude ranches in in, in Wyoming to work, and you had like like Easy E's daughter and Shaq's son and uh, David Hasselhoff's son, all these different actual celebrities, and then you had Austin Gunn, the son of Billy Gunn, and. It's funny because like all the tasks they had to do on the ranch, none of the the actual like rich kid, rich celebrity kids wanted to do it. Most of the jobs ended up being done by Austin Gunn. Because let's face it, uh, Austin Gunn was the least the least famous uh, of the celebrity kids there. <laughs> and and plus, you know, his dad didn't make multi millions of dollars like those other the the parents of those other kids did you know he Billy Gunn may at most maybe two million a year so he still had to do you know a lot of manual labor growing up so that's why he you know he did all this stuff y'all should go go find that go check it out it's a uh, 
I think it's on Peacock because it was on, it was on E, so you'll be able to find it. I still can't get past the fact that we had an ass boy on a dude ranch. <laughs> yeah. And that now the the show where the ass boy was on a dude ranch is now on Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it all makes sense. <laughs> and, and and the dude ranch was in in uh Jackson Hole, Wyoming, which you could also call Nye Jack's Hole, Wyoming. <laughs> My whole, my whole, my whole. Uh, throwback to <laughs> yes, <laughs> something we did a while. Back. You need to bring that, bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I need to bring that. Back. So, so okay. So far, not to change the subject. So, so far, she hasn't shown back up yet. So maybe, maybe we just got a one-off. Just hoping. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping that it was just a one-off because. I, I just don't see like how she could improve in the ring. I, I just don't see her doing it. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad it was just a one off for the rumble because you couldn't even get the count right on that shit. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it was uh, a very interesting ending to a rather. Really good night for AEW, and I, I'm just I'm just happy that it was such an epic week for WWE, and that it was a very good week for AEW, even though the ending was not what a lot of people expected. Yeah, very excited for this coming week because there's going to be a lot of really good shit there. Especially being in Canada and Elimination Chamber is next Saturday. Like, yes. And we have a dilemma next week, next Saturday. A very big dilemma. Because we have Elimination Chamber starting at seven, but at nine o'clock, New Japan's uh, Battle in the Valley from San Jose starts at nine o'clock. And there's good. There's some pretty big big matches on that card as well. We got, of course, Mercedes Monet, Monet taking on Kyrie for the IWGP Women Title. Uh, Fred Rosser is going to defend the Strong Openweight Title against Kenta. You got uh, Jay White's going to go against Eddie Kingston for the for the IWGP World Title. We got. Okada versus Tanahashi, uh, among a couple other matches. So, yeah, that's a pretty big card. So, we may have to go from one show to the other. Yeah. I don't know how long we're going to be streaming next Saturday, but I have a feeling it's going to be a good while. So, we, we haven't sat down to discuss, like, yeah, plan it out yet. But it's 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 gonna be a rather long stream. I so think. so I'm I'm gonna order it. I order the NJPW. It's it's I, when it once it starts at nine, I'll I'll put it on my phone and just keep an eye out on it. See what you know what matches we get because I'm assuming Elimination Chamber is gonna go till till at least ten. Yeah. Yeah, Elimination Chamber is going to at least ten. 
And if the Mercedes Monet match hasn't happened. Yeah, we'll, we'll flip over. Yeah, we need to tune in for that shit. So yeah. It, it all depends on if it times out right. Yeah. <laughs> if not for anything, we'll, we'll just we'll just stream that match. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll definitely discuss it throughout the week and try and get a more laid out plan. That way we know how long we'll be going for that night. But... Yeah, it's it's a lot of good shit, and like Zach just said in the chat, like we don't need Nia Jax because we have Dewdrop, aka Piper Niven, back. Yes. So, yeah, a lot of people have said that Piper Niven is what Nia Jax wants to be. Aspires to be, yeah. <laughs> but can't, so... Hell yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited that she's back under that Piper Niven name. So, yeah, lots of lots of lots of good shit there and lots of things to look forward to this coming week. But to see how it goes, it is time to stump the brain. Okay. Rumble questions. <laughs> I know. We didn't do enough. <laughs> I want to know who holds the record for the most total eliminations, both men and women's. <laughs> Two-parter. Oh, oh, so you want, okay, not just combined. So you want both the men and the women's. Yes. Okay. Well, the women's there's a there's a tie. Uh, Bianca. No. No. What? Total for all the rumbles. Oh. Been in. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. You know what? We did that last week. <laughs> yeah, we did this not, most in <laughs> one match last week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, for the men, I believe well, crap. Was it? I think it was just broken this year for the men because I know for a long time Kane had the record for the men. I think Brock Lesnar broke that record. Am I correct? I don't know. Have to check. <laughs> <laughs> I still have Kane. Okay, I I, I don't know. I thought I heard. I thought I heard that Brock broke it, but if not Kane, yeah, Kane was. And I, I know he's he was number one for a long time, and he still is. And as far as the women goes, the woman, uh, yes, this still says Kane. Okay, then, then that was my answer. Then at forty-six, 
Yeah, that was my answer then, because I don't know why I thought Brock had broken it, but I guess not. Uh, for the women, I've now. Yeah, this one was broken this year. Okay. <laughs> Was it Rhea Ripley? Yes. <laughs> she now she has twenty. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say I was also thinking Michelle McCool. No, behind her is Charlotte with fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Now, and and that's because Charlotte funny. wasn't in it this year. Yeah. Rhea has twenty eliminations. In four rumbles, Kane has forty six in twenty. <laughs> I mean, we've only had five women's rumbles. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody's gonna catch up to Rhea. Yeah, like she's off on to a good start. We've had six. By the way, if this ever comes up, I can I can name you the winner of every every Royal Rumble since the beginning. We've had six women's rumbles. Yes, and thirty-five a... men's. Thirty-six if you count the 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 one where they tested tested it out, where uh, one man gained one. Are you also counting the greatest? Unfortunately, yes, because WWE did. <laughs> Yeah, you you would kind of have to count that one just because they did. But yeah, man, lots of lots of really good shit to look forward to. Like I said, it's I think as great as AEW is with everything going on with Sami Zayn and Cody Rhodes and them heading into Canada. It's gonna be another epic week for WWE. So we're and we might get definitely keep our eyes on that. <laughs> I, I, it, it's, I don't know, man. I, I keep on going back and forth. I keep on saying Sammy has to win, but does he win? Like none of us know. This this Montreal show might might put the Montreal screw job to shame. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely is going to have the chance to do that. So we're we're going to have all eyes on Canada this week. So like always, man, if you have any questions or comments, russellost at gmail.com, russellost on Facebook. Don't forget to give us a follow on YouTube. And don't forget to give us a sub here on Twitch. We'd greatly appreciate it. So, like always, hope everybody enjoys the rest of their weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl to those of you that are watching it. And Go Chiefs. Yes, <laughs> go Chiefs. That's, that's my pick as well. Andrew, 
Your quick pick for the Super Bowl? Who I'm rooting for or who I think I'm going to win? Let's go with <laughs> who you're rooting for and then who you think is going to win. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Oh, okay. But I think pack the Eagles are going to win because they have a better defense. Because <laughs> defense usually wins these kind of games. All right. The real, winner, the real winner of the Super Bowl is Mrs. Kelsey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, she is in quite a bit, a bit of a dilemma, huh? Yeah. She, in her, in the Kelsey Brothers podcast, they had her on and asked her who she's rooting for. Her answer was, I'm rooting for the offenses. Because <laughs> both her sons play offense. Great. It's going to be a high scoring game. That's a good answer. Yeah. That, that's actually a really smart way of playing it. So, yeah. To end it, hope everybody enjoys uh, the rest of their weekend. And we will see y'all next week. And uh, fuck the Eagles. <laughs> see you next week. Check you later. Die, Eagles, die. Die, Eagles, die. <laughs>